Hello and welcome to another episode of Scare Traducing, the horror podcast that is serious about series. I'm Cal McNabb. And I'm Gisela Martinez. And we are starting a new mini-series of a horror franchise. The first time ever we will be doing one that is foreign language. Well, not for you. No, not for me. It's native language for you. It is Rec. It is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And the reason we are doing that is because the last mini-series we did was The Grudge, the USA films... And we slightly racistly, not racistly, but we just picked the English. We just version. picked the English versions and didn't do any of the Japanese ones too long. And I'm glad we didn't in the end because four films of that franchise was more than enough. Like I was bored quite a lot by the end of it. Yeah. So we're going then for first time ever, as I said, to one that's not in the English language. It's Wreck. It's four films. There are English language remake and then a sort of spin-off weird thing but I don't, we're not going to do that we're just doing the Spanish ones mm-hmm. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit it's coming at a good time because international films obviously in the press because Parasite won Best Picture at the Oscars Yay! which is very good we were so happy when that happened because you thought that they wouldn't give no, I said I had I had it on my predictions. I know, but you to... said like I want it, but I, it's not gonna happen. And then when we saw it, you were like, ah, oh, maybe I think it's gonna happen. Right. But then yes. they got this director yes. to the director Bond of Parse. Oh yes. And they were like, oh no, they give us directors, and they're no, they're gonna split the boat. Yes. So when we saw Parasite, my first text to a group of friends that we do the Oscar prediction list was, and I quote. I said, holy shit, guys, Parasite is going to do it. And then for the next three days, we saw it Friday, so Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was like, Parasite's going to do it. It's absolutely going to win. It's going to, you know, break the mold. The first time a non-English language film is going to win. Mm-hmm. And then it won. I had Sam Mendes to win Best Director because over the last few years, they've split it. One gets Best Director and one gets Best Picture of the, the two front-running films. And so I thought Parasite's going to win Best Picture. So obviously then, if they're going to split it, 1917's going to get Director. And then, boom, eh, Bong Joon-ho got Best Director, as we all know. So then I did say to you, holy shit, they might have split it the other way. And then I kind of thought then, ah, no, they're going to give it to... But no, that's not what happened. Parasite got a sweep. Yeah. Which is excellent because it deserved it. It was my number one pick. It was my favourite. I thought it deserved, like, yeah, I was very happy. At 4am, we cheered... Like, oh uh, my god. We'd seen a goal in some, or whatever, like a last minute touchdown or something. So that was good. It was, yeah. I actually got a video. We should post it. If you've got a video, then yeah, fair enough. Yes, I got, I got a video. So, we are now doing an international franchise for the first time on our podcast, as I've said. I'm going in circles. It's Rec, it's Spanish language, and we are no longer, do you remember, You, I don't know if you remember this, we said that we weren't going to do the in a word thing anymore because yeah. it was kind of difficult to think of new words every time. I think I get it just over the grudge franchise kind of got stuck on boring. So I was like, screw that. Star ratings out of 10. Yeah. You don't seem as if you do remember yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. okay. So for the first time ever, we're not going to review Wreck in a word, in a single word. We're going to give it our rating out of 10 before yes. we even talk about it. So do you have your rating out of 10? Yes. Go. Eight. Uh, eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, very close to me. Oh, 7.5. I am a 7.5. Oh my god. <laughs> you are a 0.5 guy. <laughs> Definitely 0.5 guy. What does that mean? Like, the, mm, I'm not giving you the whole thing, but also, uh, I'm stuck in the middle. That's Yeah, me. like, so, the, so I've seen this film so many times. I really, really like this film. And on this watch, I was trying to analyze it more, like, so I could talk about it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I think it's as good as I used to. Like, 7.5, that's still good, right? Yeah. If you go by the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing, anything above a 6 is good. Mm-hmm. 7.5, that's that's decent. Uh, I don't know about in Mexico, but here, when I was at school, anything above 70% was an A. Which is, I admit, that's quite low, yeah. but it, that was it. So technically, 75 out of 100, 7.5 out of 10, that's an A. It's an A grade. But I was watching it and I was thinking, yeah, I think I prefer 28 Days Later of the sort of modern zombie rush that we've had over the last 20 years. So that's why I dropped Wreck down a little bit. Because I used to have it at an A as well. Okay. So I thought, nah, I need to drop down a little bit. And then when we'll talk about it more, I'll introduce why I, why else I dropped it down. But I think that's really about it. Other than talking about it. Yeah. So we want to talk about it? <laughs> so. How many times have you seen this film? Have you seen it before? You've seen it before. Uh, yeah, like I think the, the second or third time. Okay. I will say. Um, well, so, before before we talk about it, then sorry, I know I'm just. Oh my god, talk about it or don't talk about it. I don't know. I should I mention that the first I knew about this film, so you, I think the first time you saw it would have been on DVD. You didn't see it at the cinema. Mm, no, I think you showed me this movie. Right, okay, because I didn't see it at the cinema. It came out in 2007, or maybe I think it came out in 2008 in the UK, and I wasn't old enough to see it because it's an 18 rated, and I would have been 17 at the time. I remember the trailer though. If you haven't seen the trailer for Wreck. Go watch it. It's like a movie in itself. It's great. I love the trailer for that. Like Parasite, we said, like, yes. we love the trailer for Parasite. I love the trailer for Wreck. I've always remembered the trailer for the first Wreck movie, where it says, like, in 2007, the firefighters in Barcelona responded to the following emergencies, like 600 fires, and then it's like 400 whatever, mm-hmm. and then it goes uh, unknown, four, and then it, the screen scratches and it goes up to five. And I remember being in the cinema when this trailer came on with a friend and we were like, holy shit, what is that movie? Yeah. And for ages we were like, what do we call it? Is it Wreck? But Wreck short for record. So is the movie called Record? And then we we came up with a sh- like stupid 17-year-old joke where we would call it Red Dot Record. That's what we called <laughs> the movie for years. We would okay. call it Red Dot Record. But it's called Wreck. Yes. Not Wreck, like Wrecking Ball. But wreck like record R E C. So if yes, so my just my brief aside is if you have not seen the trailer, go on YouTube and watch the wreck 2007 trailer. Um, it's very very it's good. It's very good. It's really good trailer. And the footage in it, as I showed it to you after, you were like, "That's not in the movie." Yeah. And I'm like, "Correct, it's not." They shot a whole thing just for the trailer, That's which amazing. I love yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. But anyway, it's good. So the movie. So the movie. Yes. yes. Apologies. That's fine. So this happened in Barcelona. Yes. It's just this girl and the camera guy yep. from a TV show that, uh, what's the name of the show? Well, you're sleeping. Yeah, where you're sleeping. But in Spanish, it's like mientras... Mientras usted duerme. Yes. It's called mientras usted duerme. It's basically a show, you know, when you come back from a party, put something on the TV, like no cable, but just those random shows like... One is a girl you come reading. Come back from a party. Yeah, you don't like go to bed. No, you turn on the the TV and eat something. You know. <laughs> That's not my experience. 
Let's well, come back from Paris. Well, if you turn on the TV really late, it basically shows about really stupid, like, people falling. You know, those videos, compilations. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's not what the show is. No. I, oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's yes. not about that. So <laughs> of why course. are you mentioning that? I'm just mentioning, like, what kind of show is this? But it's not that kind of show. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Just tell them what the movie's about. No, I want to know where no, you're going. No, no, just tell me what the movie's about. Okay, sorry, okay. I don't know where you said I was going with that. Next I was going to say that when you come back from parties and turn on the TV really late, there's different kind of shows that they're no important, like a compilation of funny videos. There's other kind of like people uh, trying to predict the future and you win prizes <laughs> at the middle of the night. Yeah, and I know this then. is one of the shows that is like, oh, we're going to see what people does when they're while you're asleep the firefighters are doing this uh, people in train stations are doing that this is yeah, one of those okay, kind yeah, of yeah. shows it's a documentary show oh my god Callum it was right. so difficult to let me finish that I was just confused oh my god you're always confused <laughs> anyway so yeah is this TV show going to a firefighter station to see uh, how they work how is a regular day well night on the firefighter station and they're like following them, seeing how they eat, where they sleep. Uh, they're expecting, obviously, to make the show more interesting, to have an like emergency. an emergency, so they can go into the truck and go and see what's happened, how, how quick they react to that, and yeah, basically that's how everything starts in this. Right. Okay. The only thing I would disagree with what you said so far is. I don't think this is meant to be one of the shows that's on late at night. I think this show's meant to be like a like a tea time show, like on a dinner time. Because it's while you're asleep, this is going on. But what point is showing that show when you're asleep? You understand? No, because they mention in the movie. So who watched the show if everybody's everybody's asleep? No, she, no, no, no. Because no, yes, as someone says in the movie, so who, who watched the show? And they and it's like cut it. She says, like, oh, I just got it. Like, she yeah. gets annoyed because nobody... She's not famous. No, she's not famous. She's a reporter. She's called Angela Vidal. But anyway, right, okay, that was... My interpretation of it was, it was like, a show that's on, like, 7, 8 o'clock at night, but you learn about what goes on, you know, after hours, etc. So, yeah, you get a good sort of... It's 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 found footage, essentially, or, or handheld, you know... The footage we are seeing is being recorded by the characters... Mm-hmm. And as you say, yeah, they go around the the fire station, and we get some pretty good, um, just normal sort of scene setting stuff. And then a call comes out. Uh, what I like is that when she interviews one of the firefighters that they're going to be spending the night with, yeah, and he says, "Oh, most of the time we um we don't actually get called out for fires. Uh, we get called out for." Things like pet rescue. And he goes, I know it's a cliche, but, you know, it does happen. So the other night when you were watching Love Island, I decided to watch Quarantine, the American remake. Okay. And I had to skip through it because it's very bad. I, don't, I didn't like it. But one of the things I didn't like was they have that same scene. And he says, uh, actually, most of the time we don't get called out for fires. We get called out for... And they, they, they avoid pet rescue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're try- I think they're trying to make it because they're like, a pet rescue is too much of a cliche. But it's like... But firefighters do get called out for pet rescue. Yeah. But in the American one, I think they do like, that's too cliche. But in this one, they mentioned cliche, but it's done. Then a call goes out. And it is 
they're going to go to a building in Barcelona because a woman has been it's it's it's, it's a problem with one of the elderly residents. Yeah, they heard like people they, screaming. They heard people screaming. The sounds bad. It sounds bad, and they arrive there, and all the neighbors are in the in the, the on lobby, the ground floor. Yeah, and the police are there as well. And this is where the movie kind of just the plot just sort of stopped. There is no more plot. The plot is. There's a virus in this building. Yes. And people are zombies, essentially. Or turning into zombies. Well, they, they try to figure it out what's going on. Because then they get locked up in the building. Yes, they get locked in the building because yes. of... Um, they say it's like a... What, health emergency. A health emergency. Health. And they the don't get any, any information about it. And then start getting actually scared. Yes. Like, let us out. We have a sick girl. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a little child. Um... And she needs the medicine, yes. According to her mom. And she needs basically the medicine, please let us out. She has fever. Mm-hmm. And they are like, the people outside, just like, don't try to get out. Like, please, we, we're going to give you more information later. Just please stay in, obviously. Mm-hmm. They are like, fuck that, we need to get out. Yeah. So they're trying to get out for various um, ways that mm-hmm. this building has. Like the su- the sewage? Uh, do they try? No, I don't think they try to go through oh, the sewage. the back part They go of through the to the building, back, which the is roof? a textile workshop. Yeah. They try and go up through the... The roof. Through into the, uh, onto the roof. They, yeah, they try various methods to get out. Which is what I like about this movie. This movie essentially is... You're trapped in a building with zombies. And in the outside, they've cordoned the building off. Mm-hmm. Because they, the, the, the you know the CDC or whatever they're called in in Spain, the health people, I, I don't I don't know what you would call them, they know something, but they're not telling you mm-hmm. inside. So it's like a movie about like I'm scared of what is actually going on, but also I'm not getting any information that's going to help me. So it's kind of like people are just being they're they're kind of like fish in a barrel. Yeah. They're just it's like. Wait a minute. They sort of become, come to realize that, oh, we're going to die. Like, they're not helping us. They're not coming to help us. Yes. They're locking this building down until we are all dead. And then they'll come in. And they let one guy in, and he kind of knows a little bit of info, but not much. So that kind of plays... I like that sort of aspect of it. So, also, a good point, just like if you've never seen this movie... It's you... in Spanish? Uh, well, it's in Spanish... <laughs> And you are seeing all this through the camera of the reporter. Yes, that's what I said. I said you're seeing did you it. Mention? Yeah, I did. I said it's, oh, it's like handheld. But but I agree with you. I, I was going to mention that as well again because most criticisms of found footage movies are why would you keep recording? Right. This one is is essential because they are saying that people needs to know what's happening here, how they are treating us. Right. This is my point. I kind of like. That, mm-hmm. where Angela, the main reporter, is like, you have to record. People in the outside have to see what's going on here, yeah. right? But also, I think when I was, the movie is also playing on the fact that she kind of thinks, this is my break. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. Because uh, which I love. There's a part where they shoot an old lady yeah. that has the virus, and she's like, did you get it? Show me. Show me, show me. It's like, why do you want to see that? Yeah. And the guy is hysterical, the camera guy. And you're like, oh, she definitely is looking for something like more this. than just giving information to people. She wants to like just break in into this 
Yeah, this is my like if I release this, this will be all over the news. It'll be everywhere, and I'm front and center presenting it. Yeah, I agree. Like I love that aspect of it. Um, I like how the movie kind of plays like that. But you said with the so basically what happens in the first thing is they go upstairs to the old lady's apartment who was screaming, and there's two police officers there, and they're like, "Who are the camera crew? They're with us, the firemen." Um, Okay, with if I tell you to get out of the way, you need to get out of the way, etc., etc. And then all the people have to stay in the lobby and the police officer screaming at the people. And I, I like that. Like, because the people are like wanting to come up. Yeah. Because they live up in this this building. So they want to go back to their flats. But they're also like kind of inquisitive as to like, why was that woman screaming? Well, if the police are going to check out, we'll follow them and we'll check out. And they've been, they're told to stay in the lobby like four or five times. Like the police officer screaming at them. Yeah. Like, ladies and gentlemen, please. Like, I stay in the lobby because they don't know what's going on. They go up to the room and this woman is there in, blood. covered in blood and she's like hyperventilating and um, and then she attacks one of the police officers and like bites his neck Yeah, and there's a lot of gore. Oh my God. So the gore effect's also very good, which we'll get to later because you were like, remember the bit, you were like, oh my God, I can't watch. <laughs> I know. I and know. I said to you, I remember, I was like, I forgot about this. I always loved this scene when I watched <laughs> it the first time. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. She attacks the police officer. They run downstairs with the police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, his neck's bleeding out. They need to get him out of the building. He needs medical attention. And that's when you find out that the building's been locked down. Mm-hmm. They're like, they won't let us out. They won't tell us anything. And the police are going mental because they're trying to talk to the people on the outside. And it's just like, the, all they're getting back is like, please remain calm. You know? Tell them to yeah. follow your orders. And then you've got the police officer who you think's a bit of a dick. Oh, he's definitely. But I agree with him though. Like he would, he doesn't want this to be recorded, because this might be, you know. But this is beyond his job. Like this is something else. You also, as a police officer, have been treated like that. You are part of that. But he wants to feel above it. Yes, that's the thing. He feels like, Uh oh, I'm like I know more than you. Yes, but no, you're not. You are the same. That's why I was like, stop acting like a dick and try to support the people here. Yeah, but I get why he acts that way. Yeah, I get it, but... And yeah. he also, yeah, and if, if we don't record this, then that means, okay, my power is not going to get questioned, whatever, blah, 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 etc. And then all of a sudden, the fireman that they left upstairs with the old lady mm-hmm. to, to, to try and, like, calm her down or whatever, just comes falling through the stairwell, like, just falls, boom, crashes on the floor. Yeah. And so now he's, like, severely injured. Like, his head's almost burst open. And then they get people questioning, like, how could an old lady do that? Like, how could she push, like, a, a like a, a pretty young fireman? How is this old lady able to throw him, you know, yeah. or whatever? So you're getting all these sort of, like, if there's confusion, there's madness, there's violence. There's, like, people freaking out. They're, like, um, this uh, Chinese family. Mm-hmm. And then this woman with the girl is, like, blaming them. Like, oh, they're always cooking weird things and I'm like oh coronavirus that says that oh yeah they Mm -hmm. say like oh there is them they all have these weird cooking things Mm -hmm. it smells weird I I bet it's them I bet Mm -hmm. it's them and the guy is quite like a gay I think I will get like a gay vibe then the woman everybody start blaming the girl the little girl that is sick it's your girl no she has that she has tonsillitis tonsillitis and then like the stare inside the group start like yeah, they all start like, blaming each blaming other for each what's other. going on, but even but they don't know what's going on. 
But what is going on is people are basically turning into zombies. Yes. But they don't want to believe that. So the guy comes from the outside and reveals that uh, a dog was brought in to a vet in Barcelona somewhere. Yeah, with the virus. The dog died and then came back to life. And was like super aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. And he had this strain of virus that we trace back to this. Like the dog came from this building. And it's like something we've never seen before. And it's the dog of the little girl who's got tonsillitis. Yeah. Max. Mi perro Max. That's what she says. Because <laughs> they interview each people. Like they're trying to calm the situation down. Yeah. And she's still trying to make her show. Yeah. Uh, Angela. And so they film each of the, the, the people as they say. The residents. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you trying to do? Etc. Etc. And I kind of like that because it's like a it's kind of like a cheap and easy way, but it also allows you to get a little bit more character stuff. Yeah. Like you're like these people They're are going to die. Involved. They are yeah. going to die. So I don't really care about them. But also, it's like trying to make you care about them. Yeah. So you know that you know whatever blah blah blah. And then as you say, there's a Chinese family, and their Spanish is kind of broken. Yeah. Would you say? Which I kind of like and respect as well because then I'm going to go back to quarantine in quarantine they have a foreign family in the building as well oh, but they don't speak English uh, no, whereas no. this the Chinese family do speak Spanish yes but it's just broken yeah but you can understand what they mean you can understand what they mean and they're, they're so good but, and that's what I kind of like whereas in the American one they were like immigrants wouldn't they wouldn't speak English of course they wouldn't where it's like well they would probably speak it a little bit yeah so I like that aspect of it like they're trying to assimilate into this culture but also keep their own culture and the other people in the building aren't happy with it especially this guy and he's like i blame them they're always opening the door and he says something like well if they were like at least nice chinese people yeah like cooking regular food but they're cooking this weird stuff and they leave the door open they're always arguing they're always shouting (laughs) etc um probably that's what people say about me here like all that girls is always shouting yeah that's how i speak (laughs) But, but you're not hey, cooking weird my, stuff. Yes, you're cooking my, good stuff. But my cooking is amazing, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah, brag central. Do we have a bragging part of the podcast? Um, Gisela? <laughs> Just you. <laughs> just me. So yeah, um... And then, and then, and then the film just sort of escalates. Like this film's like barely eighty minutes long. Like it's super short. Super short. Which I also like. I like it because it's one thing after another, and you never get bored. I think. The only time it really stops is when they have the interviews with the people. Yeah. And it's, it kind of slows down a little bit there for like two minutes. But you need minutes. that. You I need think you that. need it. Because then, because again, as I say, these people are going to die. So why should I be scared? Just show some more human side. Yes. So it tries, to, it tries to introduce that. Whether or not it's super successful, I don't know. But it tries. At least it is trying. And then the have the scene that you, that you couldn't watch which is the doctor the guy that's come in and explained all this he's like well i've got some equipment we can help the police officer that had his neck bitten and the fireman who fell you know from one story two stories yeah boom and then you get a scene of him like injecting stuff into their face mm-hmm. like painkillers or whatever oh. to stop the bleeding etc and the makeup oh. is tremendous like oh. i don't understand how you can put makeup on someone, mm-hmm. like put makeup on someone, yeah, and look at like make it look like half their face is missing, like wet. No, like like the, there's a big chunk missing. Yeah, you're adding something on top of their skin, mm-hmm. and it looks like their skin has gone away. Yes, you can. No, I know you can, no. but it blows my mind every time. Oh, okay. Every time, 
Like people on YouTube do it. Yeah, like, I see. I and, love and the you're, videos. And you're watching, and you're going, "You're adding layers. Why does it look like layers are going away?" Yeah, it's amazing. And then yeah, you get the needle into the into this into the open wound <laughs> on his face, oh. and it's really fucking gross to watch. And then he has a bit of an interview, and then all of a sudden, one of them comes alive and attacks him, bites him. They all run out of the room. They close the door and it's like, we have to let him out. He's the one that's here to help us. Yeah. He's got the knowledge. And it's like, he got bitten. He's done for. And then the police officer's like, what the fuck is going on? And then... Uh, then we discover also that the little girl... If your blood's tight, oh. we discover that the, 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 the reason that reaction times are different for different people is that your blood type determines how quickly this virus infects you. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden the guy, boom, like he's turned into a zombie. Immediately. Immediately, yeah. Whereas the police officers and that, it's been maybe 10 minutes. So that's quite good. I like that. And then you get the little girl, as you were yeah, saying. Yeah, the little girl is also infected. And she's like this little monster. And she runs upstairs. She vomits blood over her mum. Yes. She goes run upstairs. They handcuff the mom against like something in the stairs. Yeah. So it's just like, you stay here. We need to get the little girl down. Mm-hmm. So this group of like, the camera guy, the reporter, and two other guys, I think is a firefighter or someone else. Two other guys mm-hmm. go and try to get the girl that is upstairs. It's a firefighter, the other firefighter and the other, the dick policeman. That's yes. the two that go up, yeah. That's when they, again, they shoot, they shoot, that's when they shoot? No. No. No, they've already been up again. And this is why I've got a problem with this movie. This what? is why I said I dropped it down. So you've got an entire co- uh, uh, apartment complex, mm-hmm. an entire building to play with, all these rooms, all these environments. And they go into the old lady's apartment three times. Yeah. Then you go into one other and then the very top um, penthouse. Yeah. Which we know has been locked up because it's been owned by a super wealthy man from... Is he from It's the owner. It's the owner. They say he's the owner, but he never uses... He, yeah, but he, they say he's from somewhere. Is it Portugal or Italy or he's from somewhere else? Yeah. He, he yeah. has that and he never uses it. And that's the, only, that's the only rooms we go into. And I feel like... That's kind of when the budget shows, mm-hmm. and it's like you could have gone into other people's apartments. Like we know, for example, the J- the Chinese family, their dad is still is there. still upstairs because he's too sick. Yeah, they can't bring him down. Uh, but it's they they don't say that he's sick with a virus. I think he's just sick. It's like, old. He's old. old. He can't move. We could go into these rooms. We never do. We go into the same apartment three times. Yeah, and it's kind of like ah, I'm kind of done with it. But the first time they go back is when they shoot the old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when you get the police officer going, and he says, she jumped on me, but she didn't jump on him. No. She ran at them, fair enough, dangerous, but she didn't jump on him. She wasn't anywhere near them. They could have got away. And he yeah, shoots her, kills her, and then he says, she jumped on me. And the fireman says, yeah, I saw it, I saw it. They turn around and they see that they, the they've been recording yeah. the whole time. And that's when he goes to attack him. And he's like, hey, 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 like, just calm down, we'll deal with this later. Yeah. Then the little girl goes up. They go back into the same apartment, and then she's not there, she's not there, and boom, she's behind them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're right. like, oh, she's, wow, look at her face. Like, she's all pale white. She's got blood dripping down her mouth. And then so creepy. That's when they try to calm and she attacks the police officer. Mm-hmm. And then he says, she bit me, get out. Yeah. And so then they get out. And then there's just more shit going on in the lobby because they've broken free from the, <laughs> the textile and the so, back. Yeah, it's, it's... So now they need to go upstairs because the zombies are now getting into the lobby. The ones that were in the, the textile workshop. Yes. They are now free. That was the, the where they were doing the medical injections and stuff. 
They're now free, so they're coming into the lobby. So you now need to go upstairs. But you can't go upstairs because you know the very top of this building is locked. Yes, and they need a key. So they break into the owner's apartment looking for the key. But that's what I mean. But now there's no way yeah, out. You're no, now stuck in yes. the building. It's just you have to find a place to be safe. That's what they say. Okay, nobody's been in this attic place. Yes. So let's go there. Yes, and basically as they go up the stairs, more and more people get bit. Yeah. And so you get the reduced amount of people left. And Angela even at one part says she's been bitten. Yeah, but this is not. But she's not. She's yeah, just, she's she's not. just she's freaking not. out. She's yeah. just terrified, but she's not been bitten. And it, essentially you're left with Angela and the cameraman are yeah. the only two left. Yes. And they get the key. And they are in the penthouse. They are in the penthouse. And they find... Turn on the lights. It's always it's really dark. Turn on the lights, stericals. And it's a fucking weird place. And it's I a love fucking it. weird place. I love the it's design of this penthouse. Just, it's just like photos mm-hmm. all around the walls of this girl. Yes. Religious There's articles newspaper and articles, things. Yeah. yeah. There's like religious stuff. There's mm-hmm. medicals. Um, things all around. It kind There's of, a tape recorder. Yes. It's like weird place in the end she gets hysterical like what's going on like what's all this they start reading and, they, and she says it's, it's it's just about the girl remember the case of the girl in Portugal the Medeira Medeiros Me, Medeiros the yeah. Medeiros girl yes and they're like what and then like it's, it's, everything is about that and then they play the recorder and it's someone like to say like oh day one or you know like day one I inject this and everything is fine day two I can't control the virus day 57 I think this is out of control I need it like the church is gonna give me and I'm like Correct. what the yes. church the what? Vatican is responsible for this yes and I'm like what what are you talking I, I, I'm like a like an audience I'm like what is going on you're talking about the virus and now you're talking about the church mm-hmm. and they talk about an exorcism like what is going on like what is this exactly which i love i and that's love it when you, that's the big reveal of the movie is that they're not zombies they're possessed yes and it's possession as a virus like if a possessed person bit you or attacked you, or got some of their possession into you, you would also get possessed. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that possession is somehow akin to a medical virus. Yeah. So if that's the case, then we could beat it with like an anti-vaccine uh, mm-hmm. um, rather than an exorcism. We could we could surely cure an, a, a possession. Yes. This is an, another thing. I When I was watching Quarantine and I was bored, I skipped right to the end. Guess what the American version does? What? It gets rid of that. There's no possession. It is just like biological warfare. It's just like, ah, they got like some biological chemicals in them. And you're like, that's boring. Done that oh, before. I know. Mix a little bit. The possession thing is so interesting. Oh, it's amazing. I, I love, love it. I love it. I really, really love it. Yes. And then essentially what happens is they're now locked in this room trying to find out what's going on. Uh, they get attacked briefly by someone upstairs. They hear in, in, noises. In, in, in the, the, there's like a little attic almost. I yeah. don't know what you would call it. And somebody smacks the camera, but doesn't attack them. Just smacks the camera. And then that's it. The camera's now broke. There's no light. So now we have the night vision. Have to use the night vision to see. Yes. So oh. Ankela cannot see. Oh, this is and the, the cameraman one. can through the night vision. Yes. So he's like, give me your hand. And she's freaking out. 
And then I will fucking yes. freak it out. And then like, he turns the camera around, and then it's just immediately like, shh, 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 shh. we're not alone. There's something else in here. Yes. And you can just see it in the oh. distance, walking towards them, and it's just in night vision. And it is the Medeiros girl. That's one of the scariest monsters I ever seen. It's an iconic monster. It's it's like, uh, and it's on screen for like two minutes. You know, sometimes when you tell me, "Oh, you left the light on in the kitchen, go and turn it off." I seriously just think up immediately about that. That's it's scene. so, so like, creepy. Oh my god! I just imagine someone there. Oh, I know. It's just like this tall, skinny, kind of like oh, yes, no, it's horrible. Now I should tell you that the Medeiros girl is played by a man. Yes, I know. I've seen the um, him putting the makeup on. Yeah, the makeup. Yeah, it oh, it's just so weird. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, like. Amazing. That's that's when I when I first watched it when I was a kid when I watched the behind the scenes putting the makeup on that was when I first realised it I was like because he looks so or sorry she playing a girl looks so skinny and yes. then you see them put the makeup on and you're like I'm like how are they adding layers and they look so so deprived of food they look so so deprived of water they just look incredibly incredibly skinny it's unbelievable I know and super tall. Like, this thing is a proper demon. It's not a zombie anymore. It's like, <laughs> this is a fucking walking demon. And they're and trying to get past it. Which I kind of get, because you don't want to be in the same room as it. Yeah. And it's walking past you, and they're trying to be silent, because right, it can't see us. But you, but you, Angela can't see. You're following me, because I've got the night vision. Yeah. So I'm looking through a camera to get where I'm going. But I'm also like, but where are you going? You can't get out of this room because there's zombies on the outside of the door. So I don't know where they're going. (laughs) It's it's just going to become a game of walk into this room and hopefully it doesn't come and then walk. Forever. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) But that's, I understand the context of that is that they're terrified. They need to avoid this thing. Yeah. So of course you're going to leave the room. It doesn't matter where you're going. You just need to be out of this room. Yes. And as they're walking past, Ankala knocks something over. She can't see. Yeah. And boom, the thing hears her, turns around and it's got a hammer and it starts smashing the hammer. Somehow hits the cameraman, like, in its random swings. Absolutely destroys the cameraman. Yeah. Uh, who's Pablo. His name is Pablo, we should have said. <laughs> Angela then gets the camera. She finds it. Yes. Picks it up and f- sees the Medeiros girl eating Pablo. Oh, I know. And screams, like, she's just so shocked. And that's when, because that's also the first time she's seen the Medeiros girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it hears her, attacks her. Drags her. No. Away. We yeah. then, it attacks her and she, the camera flies out of her hands. And then the next thing, she's lying on the floor and the camera's right in front of her, facing her. Mm-hmm. Crying. And she then starts to crawl forward. Not necessarily towards the camera, she's just crawling forward. It just happens to be, she's coming closer to her. And she hears. Girl. No, she I hears screams. Why. She hears screams of a little girl in the building outside. Oh, okay. And she stops. She's like, what the fuck's that? And then all of a sudden, boom, she's just pulled into darkness. And that's it. She's just pulled away from the camera into darkness. And then it's just... <laughs> so yeah, so that's... It's credits. That's right. And that's it. Yes. It's done. And you're like, that was like an hour. Yeah, and so much fun. I love it. It's so good. Yes. So now we're going to talk about Reg 2. <laughs> yes, indeed we are. Because... We are what? Talking about Reg 2. Oh, yeah. 
the level of professionalism is amazing. Yes. You wouldn't even know that we're recording this <laughs> several days Don't later. Don't say that! <laughs> but we're talking Wreck 2, and the reason that it is a double header for anyone who doesn't uh, know these films, well, first of all, because we're already behind schedule, kind of, because we have films coming up that we need to cover, we actively need to do it. Uh, not because we're paid or anything, but we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. But also because these films take place on the same night. Yeah. So it makes sense to combine them into one episode. Wreck 2, two years later I believe it came out, but it's 15 minutes after the end of the first one. Yes. So what we've just spoke about, everything that's just happened, that's still the case. And now more people are coming into the building. Yes, you so are right. I am correct. Before going to the, the plot a little bit, I do want to say that I saw this one in cinemas. Okay. So I didn't see Wreck in cinemas, uh, Red Dot Record, as I mentioned. I think you showed me this one. I think I showed you this one as well. And then I believe Wreck 3, you, we both saw on DVD and you saw it before me. Did I? Yeah, because I remember, not to spoil Wreck 3 or anything, but I remember you think, saying to me, it's not as good as the first two. I don't think I like it. And I was like really upset. I was like, I'm so excited for this movie. And I love Wreck and Wreck 2. And Wreck 3 didn't get a cinema release in the UK. So I had to wait for the DVD. And I think it must have come out in Mexico earlier. Or maybe you <coughs> torrented it. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Some, but I know that's some people is going to be like, what? Torrent? What? What are you talking about? What's Torrent? Yeah, I know. Streaming is now the way forward. That's Rec 3. The Rec 2 I did see in the cinema with the same friend that I mentioned earlier with the Red Dot Record thing. Yeah. We both went to see this, not knowing really anything about it except that it's 15 minutes after the end of the first one and it's like a SWAT team going into the building. So, yes, that's basically now we are getting the perspective from outside, what's going on outside. We see this squad of... SWAT team. Yeah. It's a SWAT team, essentially. It's a SWAT team that is going to go inside mm -hmm. uh, and try... Because they're in a special mission. Yeah. Like, that's... I actually thought, when I was watching the movie, it's like, oh, is this one of the police that goes inside or what's happening? And then, no. It's, it's essentially more emergency responders. Yes. But this time with guns. Yes. That's that's essentially what happened what is the case but we've got to do one thing because it is a new film we're talking about do you have your star or out of 10 rating um yes okay. I, do you I, remember what you gave the first one yes eight eight correct and, I was and to this one i'm giving it six you're giving this a six yeah six out of ten yes Holy shit. What? Wow. What? Um, I am very looking forward to discussing this then. Okay, what's yours? 8.5. Wow. Oh my I god. I love this movie. I think it's better than the first one. This is my favourite of the franchise. What? Yeah. No, I said that to you as I was watching I still I was like, feel like, like, like the I think most people was. think the first one's the best. And I think the first one's probably the most kind of rewatchable. It's kind of just simple. It's 78 minutes long. Yeah. Boom, bang. This one, I think it's got a lot more going on. And it expands on the stuff that I love from the first one. And it goes, it just dives right into it. Like, I know some people don't like this one. Like, people don't like three and four. But I, I've seen people online do not like this one. Because it goes right into the, the demon thing. Yeah. Rather than the zombie I'm not thing. saying I don't like it. I just think it's not as good as the first one. Interesting. Because I know more about what's going on in this one. And I 
to be like kind of repeat some stuff. Right, and I'm like, okay. I just I just saw that in the other movie. Like, give me something new. It gives me some different things, mm-hmm. but they repeat the same. Go on the stairs, hide in the places. Right. There's zombies all around. Yes. And, and I'm like, okay, give me, I don't know. But we get two things. Or, well, not two things. Like, But what, certainly one thing that is different is the main criticism I had of the first one is that you've got this whole thing to play with, this whole apartment block to play with, and you only really go to two uh, locations in it. Yeah. And that, that to me, suggests budget reasons that they, maybe they didn't have enough set dressing or whatever to go x y and z mm-hmm. this movie you can tell they've got more money to play with and they've got more characters to play with they go into the different locations of the building different apartment places we've been there before places we haven't been we go outside we go outside on a roof we go through sewers this place this movie sorry plays way more with the location which i love yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, I did like, I didn't, I got entertained, but it's not as good as the first one, in my opinion. Yes, but okay. I think most people agree, but I disagree. But yeah, so, so. we are outside, mm-hmm. we are seeing how the dad with the medicine for the little girl that is sick with tonsil, tonsillitis? With, well, she's actually sick with a possession, but the mum says yes. it's tonsillitis, so and the dad is outside. The dad is trying him. to get inside yes. to get the medicines, and he's talking to a firefighter. Yeah, and this group of kids, like basically, they're bored with nothing to do. Yeah, they're looking at them like, "Oh my god, they are going inside." We want to do. Uh, we, we, they were like recording videos around, just messing around. And it's like, "Oh come on, come on, let's try to get inside because look at what's going on all around." There's like a million and millions of people around. Whatever, whatever. We're gonna get fun tonight. So they. The police, no, the firefighter and the, the dad, dad get inside the building through the sewer. Yes, they sneak in. Yes, and the kids follow them. The kids follow. Them. But and what you're talking about is halfway through the movie. That's not the start of the movie. That's that's the midpoint. Yeah, but I already said the start. No, you didn't. You did not mention that the SWAT team go in and that they go in alongside uh, what they believe. To be uh, a doctor or a health Well, I'm ministry? just talking about the outside. Right, okay. but Right, okay. So you're ta- that's how they get in. That's yes. how the kids get in. But um, the SWAT team are escorted in, essentially, by Dr. Owen, who they believe to be some sort of health minister or health... Someone important. Someone important who, who knows about the infection. And they go in with masks, etc. And then as soon as they get into the building that's quarantined off, Dr. Owen takes his mask off. And the, you know, the SWAT guys freak out. They think he's from the Ministry of Health. Yeah. And he says, uh, it's not in the air. It's it's only in the, the body fluids, like blood, saliva, etc. And they're like, why why the masks then? It's like pure, for, it's just pure theatrics. It's for show. It's to try and make people outside not want to come in. Yeah. Like, they're scared because they see how dangerous this is. They're not going to try and break in or go anywhere near it. Obviously, that turns out to be wrong. The kids they do sneak in and then you get an entire sequence of the SWAT team going up the apartment block yeah and they come across nothing as they go up the stairs they get straight to the penthouse without incident which I love 
Yeah, like what? And they even mention why is everything so quiet? Why is everything here? so quiet? Where's that? And you're just waiting for something to go wrong. To jump. <laughs> they don't. They go all the way up to the top. They get into the penthouse. You know the Medeiros girls in there. Yeah. Nothing there. They're there's they're fine. They're just well, they're not fine, but you know they're examining the place. Yeah. And Doctor Owen is saying that he's looking for, or do, he doesn't tell him what his mission no, is. No, he moment. says get everything filmed. Get documentation about everything we're doing here yeah just like we need photos of everything mm-hmm. and these teams start to freaking out because like what's going on what's this what's that like and then doctor what's his name dr owen owen yes that no, i told you, you you noticed immediately you were like he is in spanish yeah and i was like what and you're like he's he's that's not his first language but his but, spanish is good though by the way the spanish is amazing I just noticed the way he says a couple of words uh-huh. that is, imagine I'm saying, um, like, guacamole, <laughs> and he was saying guacamole. Right, okay. And I was like, why do you keep saying guacamole? It's like, but the, the rest of the Spanish was perfect. I was just like, what? Yeah, and then so another word, him. yeah, and then you Google it, and it's like, oh, he's English. Yeah, he's from Liverpool. Yeah, So very I never, ever considered that, but I mean, I don't speak Spanish natively, so that's kind of your... <laughs> And also, he said, "Fuck, fuck." Oh no! I know he swears. I know, but I but nobody, not, nobody in Spain swears in English. Really? Well, Never? no, in the movies and we've seen so far. True, but I just assumed that you know maybe he just likes to swear in English. But I mean, <laughs> at, at that moment in time, like he is, you know, that's just complete um, raw emotion. Yes, but why they will say coño or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe I know. I never, I never, never gave it any second thought, which is why it's good to watch this with a native speaker. You just learn like little bits more information. Exactly, it's not like too important to the plot, but you're just like he's not Spanish. I Google him. Oh, he's English. You're just like ah, see a little Easter egg for you. Those are the perks of being with me. <laughs> like my friend Susan from work, I oh was singing God. a song <laughs> to her, and I said. When you add ito or mm-hmm. ita to a word, mm-hmm. that means little. Yes. And I says, for example, casa, a house, mm-hmm. ita, casita, that's mm-hmm. a little house. So then I start singing a song to her. This is the song. Susanita tiene un ratón. And then it keeps going. It keeps going. And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, wait, little Susan has a mouse. And she's like, where am I going to use this? I don't know, Susan, but just learn it. Susanita tiene un ratón. And then she's like, oh, just shut up, fucking loca. And I was like, oh my God. So crazy. But yeah, that's his Spanish lesson for the day. Susanita tiene ratón. Tiene un Tiene un ratón. Yes. Right, that's good enough to do with the movie. (laughs) Anyway, there you go. Uh, There is a ratón. Well, it's not a ratón. It's a, how do you say rat? Rata? Rata. Um, In the American version, Quarantine, that is uh, zombified and it runs towards the camera and he stamps on it and it explodes. Oh my God. It's really gross. But that's not in these movies. Um, no. Also, the directors are the same again. It's Juami Balaguero and Paco Plaza. They directed and, you know, wrote both Wreck and Wreck 2. And then for some reason they decided to split, which we'll talk about for 3 and 4. They don't like the American version, I don't think. 
but uh, they enjoy the fact that it gave them money and it kind of made their film more popular but yeah it, it, t- it takes away from the religious aspects which this movie gets right into so essentially what i really want to talk about is stuff goes wrong and i like how it's recorded so the first one is the whole you know stick of you need to record we need to record everything but also you get a little a little taste of the idea of like she thinks this is her break yeah i down Whereas in this one, you're like, why the fuck would the SWAT team be recording? And it's like their helmet uh, cameras. Yes. Like, it's just always recording so that they can capture all the information. But they're not, like, beholden to, like, any large equipment. Yes, because also Mr. Owen? Dr. Owen. Dr. Mr. Owen. <laughs> Sir Owen. Owen. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Owen is mm. like, you have to do it. You have yes. to film. But they start freaking out. And they're like, what are we doing here? What's going on? Like, what's this? Mm-hmm. And he reveals that... I think he reveals later, but yeah, that's what I want to get to. He's a priest. He's a priest. He's, he's not there with the Ministry of Health. He's there on behalf of the Vatican. Ooh. This is what I love about this movie. Right? So, we then get more... Expl- so, stuff has kind of gone wrong at this point when he's revealed... Mm-hmm. Uh, Martos, one of the SWAT guys, has died. Um, yeah. Or not died, he's zombified. Yes. Or demonized. Attacked or by a zombie. Yes, and then he turns into one and they find him. Immediately. And he attacks his own crew, the SWAT guys, and then... They locked... And, yes, locked he's, and Owen comes and says a prayer. Yeah. Or some religious text and it stops. And put a rosary the de- on the put door. Put a rosary on the door and that way he just stops like attacking the door. Like They lock him in the room and he stops banging. Um, so then that's when they are like what the fuck's going on like he changed immediately why is he stopping at the cross etc and then Owen is revealed as a priest mm-hmm. so he gives a bit more backstory about the Medeiros girl that yeah. she showed signs of possession and they snuck her away to this flat in Barcelona mm-hmm. and they had a priest father Abuelda or something his name was Abelda yeah, that was there to monitor and test and try and come up with an antidote. Like if if possession was, as I said before, done as like a, a as a, a virus, then you could come up with an, an antidote. And through that, what we see is he needs to get the blood of the Medeiros girl, the mm-hmm. original source of the possession. Yes. In order to get this antidote, because because uh, Father Abilda gave up, he didn't come up with an antidote. Or something went wrong, so there is no antidote. But if they can get the blood, they can carry on with this work. So they're trying to get this blood. And when one of the priests, not priests, sorry, there's only one priest, there is several SWAT members, goes up into the oh, attic. I hate that scene. And it's really confined. And they have to crawl through to the, the hidden... Um, like ventilation or something. It's like a, Yeah, and there's like a hidden refrigerator. Yeah. And it's got blood that says Medeiros on it. And he gets it, and then as he's crawling back, and you just hear dum, 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 there's something, and there's something at the end of the yeah. vent that he's in, yes. and it starts crawling towards him, and he's crawling back, and then eventually he manages to lock some sort of vent or grill behind him that stops whatever that is. There's like a like a lot of golems, right? And this is what I'm getting at. There is people crawling on the roofs, more demony shit. Yeah. And a lot of what you call golems. We then find out, or to me at least, they look like children. 
they call look them children. like kids. Yeah. And that, to me, suggests, and then I went and read that there's apparently a comic book for Rec 3 oh that ties God. in, that the Vatican, in order to get this antidote, were possessing children through Medeiros mm-hmm. to get more samples to try and, you know, have more test subjects, etc. Yeah. Which is kind of what I get. Because you're like, who are these kids? Because they're not coming from other parts of the apartment to get here. This penthouse is locked. So who are they and why are they here? Yeah, and also we saw files around the house. Well, uh-huh. about this attic. There's like, why there's children's photos there? Like, they look like they have experiments or something. Correct. So this movie, and I don't say this lightly... This movie is Spotlight, the horror movie. This is about the Catholic Church abuses of children. That is what this movie is about. No, you disagree? No, I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I'm just making some dramatic sound. (laughs) The main character is a priest. Yeah. So, and, and the main source of the evil is possession. So it's religious immediately when it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I agree that it's more interesting. But there must be another reason they done it rather than just, that would be cool. He's like, well, why would it be cool? Well, it'd be cool because maybe we could play into these sort of themes. And then you have the fact that there are other kids there that they've been using and testing on. Unknown kids. And that Father Abelda kind of had free reign to do this. He was snuck off to Barcelona and nobody knew what he was doing. There's no record of it. I was watching it going, ah, holy shit. This is the Catholic... A abuse scandal of ch- of children Ooh. done as a horror movie, and I was like, I, I love this. Like this is immediately it makes it to me feel bigger than Wreck ever did without doing anything with the setting. You're just like, great, this is a bigger movie. It's doing more stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we get demons talking in this one. Yes, um, I hate the priest sometimes. Because... Well, he's supposed to be an asshole. You're not meant to like the priest. Well, yes, but the thing is... So, listen to me. This is what's going on. So, a lot of things are happening. People getting attacked. Part of the the team that is there is being killed or turned into zombies. and uh, So, shit's going down. Mm-hmm. And it's like give the order to get out of the building mm-hmm. and he's the only one that can give the order through the radio voice recognition. because he has a voice rec- recognition mm-hmm. and he's like no we need to finish the mission and i'm like oh my god look at what's going on also like you got what you wanted oh no 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 we got the blood yes we got the blood and he starts doing kind of like an exorcism and the blood get, uh, reacts and start like it sets on fire itself so he takes a little bit of blood out of the they've got it in a test tube or a vial yeah and then he has to test to prove that it is the Medeiros but the original blood the original cursed blood and he does the test in the bowl and it reacts and bursts into flames yeah and he goes great this is this is actually what it is but then the SWAT guy who's holding the vial it also bursts into flames yeah and so he drops it and that's it they spill the blood and he's like oh okay we need to get a new sample. Correct. And I'm like, what? Like, Because no. it's about the Catholic abuse scandal. They don't want this story getting out. They don't want to have to leave and explain what they were doing there. Like, if they leave and they come out with nothing, they're like, what, what, what were you doing in well, there? Well, maybe just burn down everything. But then that doesn't help anyone. That risks 
because there's no but they, burn, can, burn, but they can say oh it's a virus right but burning doesn't 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 no, kill the demons no but at least they're not affected no by no fire. no wait they so are no burn the evidence is what i mean because uh-huh, then they can say the it's demons? a virus because nobody's gonna believe it's a demon it's mm-hmm. like it's a virus mm-hmm. so that's it but it's not about whether people are believe or not. They don't want people questioning. They don't want people knowing. They want to deal with this in-house themselves. They don't want the Ministry of Health coming in because they think it's a virus. They don't want the police coming in because they've lost a man. They want to get what they need and then destroy the evidence. They don't want to just destroy it and then have someone come in and go, why did you burn all this shit? And then there's more questions. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm just, just saying, like, a lot of things happen. Right. And then he never gives the instructions. To get out. Never, never, never. Because he's, he's answering to, he's not answering to anyone. He's answering to the the Vatican. The and they have told him they need, he, he needs to do this. So it doesn't matter if, the poli- if they're losing police officers or they're losing SWAT team members or they're losing firemen. It doesn't matter to him. He's there on behalf of the, the biggest church in the world, essentially. And they're to- telling him, under no circumstances do you come out without this. So when they lose the vial of blood, he says, well, she must be here. The original source. Yes. So we need to just get it fucking from her. We need to fucking syringe out of her. That's his plan. Which is a dumb plan. I agree with you. Because that is the most, like, you're just walking straight into the face of death. Yeah. But then his religion is going to tell him. Because essentially this movie's playing with the idea that then God must exist. Yeah. He's getting more and more evidence that, 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 that light exists if dark exists. So... He's going to not fear walking into that, but also he's he has to. It's his job. And also, you know, scandal. As you mentioned, kids have broken into the building. Yeah, they're also there. They're, like, I like how annoying the kids are. Oh, yeah. They're they really, are really annoying. really annoying because they want to go in. But now they want to go out. And as soon as they get in, the <laughs> because... police follow them in the sewer. Because the fireman who snuck in before them and they followed him. Yeah. He's like, nobody followed you, did they? And they're like, I don't know. They check, and somebody has followed them. Yeah, they followed them and sealed it shut. They realized the the, the 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 police have realized we need this building on a quarantine, and there's a way in and out. Screw that! And they weld the the sewer shut. And so, so now they want to go in. out. They and want to go out. As soon as they learn that, they want to leave. Yes, obviously. Oh no, he gets slapped. The boy gets slapped. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's a really good slap. Anyway, so they want to go out. Yes, because they're teenagers. They realize that it's no longer cool. It's now dangerous. Yeah, so things happen. <laughs> yeah, people die. A lot of die. things happen. People and then die. Essentially, what happens is then the boy gets infected. Like only two kids survive, mm-hmm. and one of the SWAT team, mm-hmm. the priest, and someone else. Oh, Angela! I sorry, Angela is back. Angela is alive. The yeah. reporter from the first movie. Yes, she's alive. She's like traumatized. Yeah. Um, in chalk, you can tell. Um, and I like this too. What the, do you like? The, how she plays the shock. Yeah. Because how how it plays out as the movie goes on, and we realize what it, what it is, and what it versus what it actually is, etc. But, but yeah, yeah she reve- she reveals herself just as because all the the SWAT team have either died or lost their cameras, like their their helmets are damaged. The kids have come in with a camera, and it's now out of battery, so they can't document what's going on anymore mm-hmm. and then Angela turns up and boom she's got a camera with her yeah yeah she does and as soon as that happens the boy is possessed the wee boy 
or not the wee boy, but the teenage boy. Yeah. And they tie him down, and they they don't give him an exorcism. They interview him essentially. Yeah, they basically they're talking him. to the demon. They start talking to the original Medeiros girl because she can talk through all her minions. Yes, basically, if they get like bite and then get the get the virus. Yeah. Now she can use it as a puppet. Mm-hmm. Like she can commun- If you just basically you grab one of them, you are talking to other. You know what? It's kind of like a unity from from Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yes, it's exactly it's like, like unity. unity, like a hive mind. Yes, exactly. It's like that. So and they do that, and 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 he reveals to them that uh, you can't ever find me. Basically, what what. Because he's in the dark. Well, she's in the dark. Yeah, li- the light blinds you. Yeah. And all this stuff. And it's like giving the answers, but being deliberately obtuse with them. Yeah. So it's always like cryptic answers. So the priest's like, I'm asking you. And he's like, I'm fucking answering you. Yeah. But I'm just not answering you at face value. <laughs> so they need to go back to that. To the penthouse. That, yeah, the penthouse. That's the answer. And as soon as they go back, how did you see the Medeiros girl if it was dark? He asked Zankla. Yeah. How did, how did you see her if it was dark? And she says... La camera. That's yeah. what she says. <laughs> and they, they realise the night vision. You have to look through the camera with the night vision on. Mm-hmm. So there's no light. Turn off all the lights. Just go through the night vision. And as soon as they do that, they find new doorways. They find new hallways. So that's like that's what? Like another dimension? Well, the door isn't a dimension. The door is just disguised as a wall. Mm-hmm. However, when they get through into that new room yeah. and they do the night vision trick again... All of a sudden, a, a massive well yeah. filled with water appears in the middle of the floor. And take the guy from the SWAT, uh, SWAT the team. The last remaining yeah. SWAT team. Yeah, it takes one. But it, then turn on the light and he's gone. There's so no what? well. He's just gone, yeah. So where is, where is he? Correct. And it's like a different dimension. It's so like it's a dimension of evil that you can only see with... Uh, lights are on. With, with, with the lights off. Yeah. Which is why the Medeiros girl never appears... In the light. Yeah. You never see her when the lights are on. But because why? Because she creates a new dimension in this room? I don't know the entire logics of it, but I assume it's just meant to represent some form of darkness and evil. So if you have the lights on, then everything's fine? Uh, Is everything fine? Possibly. But light is always going to fade. You know, cameras are always going to run out of battery. You know, you're in a room. There's no, there's no windows. There's no sunlight. Yeah. What about uh, candles? Candles will burn out. More candles. They'll Lots burn out. Candles. They will burn out. You will run out of light in a in a box room. Yeah, but what about electricity then? What do you mean, what about electricity? Turn the lights on. The, the lights. There aren't any lights in that room. Why? I don't so know. So the guy was doing the experiment in the darkness. No, I assume he had light of some form, but I I assume that it wasn't lights. The, you there you assume lights. a lot of things, my love. <laughs> there aren't any lights in that room. That's why at no point did they say turn on the lights. They always use the light from the camera when they're using the light source. Mm. At no point did someone say just flick that switch over there and it'll come on. There aren't any lights in that room. Well, there were wires for the fridge. The, yes, there are. That's running on something, but there aren't lights. If there was, somebody would have said, "Just turn the lights on." <laughs> I don't know. Especially when they're documenting. Okay. This so... is not a plot hole or a logic flaw. There just there are no lights. Okay, let's continue. Okay, so he's pulled into another dimension of darkness. It's just gone. Yes. And then basically, the camera light faults again, 
and they have to use the night vision again. And as soon as they go back to the night vision, guess who's in the room now? Who? It's the Medeiros girl. What? She's back. Oh my god. And she's out for revenge. She's so crazy. Well, not really revenge. She's just out for more killing. And she's got a hammer and she's soaking wet. She's dripping all over the floor. Oh boy. Is that Anna de Armas? No, that's Rita Ora. Why are you looking at photos of Rita Ora? I don't know because they're there. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, she's so creepy. I oh, she terrifies me. I this is my one thing that I think the first one does better. I think she's creepier in the first movie. Oh, but still, she's creepy. She is creepy, but I think she's creepier in the first movie. And also, you because see you her see a bit more. too much in this one. And there's one point where she moves a little too fast, mm. which is just before Angela blows her head off. True. So basically, yes, the Medeiros girl kills a couple of people, and then Angela out of nowhere, boom, blows her head off. So you think that's it? It's all done. It's all finished. What do you mean? Oh no, we want the Medeiros girl dead. Mm. We're safe. But then that's when Owen is freaking out because then it's like we need that blood. You've now killed it. Yeah. Plus we lost the blood. Like this, this mission is a failure. And then she's like, "Let me out," and he won't give the order. Then and then she starts to beat the fuck out of him. Yes. She's whacking him all over the place. Like, what the fuck? I mean, she's hysterical. Fair enough. She got traumatized oh, by being in a room. Oh, she batters him And I'm like, but why she's being so aggressive? But then you can see her, like, having all this, like, strange, but from nowhere. Like, okay. And then... He says, and I should have known it was you or something like that. Yes. And it's... It's, it's not hinted at. It's basically just straight up. That she is now possessed as well. So she's the Medeiros girl. She is now the Medeiros girl. The Medeiros girl exists in her, so it could kill its previous form. And they explain how this happened. Well, first of all, she should say that she gets out. Yes, she gets out. She basically changes her voice and uses the voice of the guy. Yeah, any survivors, one, a woman. Yes. I'm not coming out, I'm bitten. That's what she says that in the voice of Owen. Yeah, so she's she's basically getting out, yeah. And then we see how, oh my god, I can't with And then we scene. flash back to the end of the first movie. Yes. Which is, as we know, she's crawling along the floor towards the camera, and all of a sudden she's pulled into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And in the first movie, as I said, it goes down, 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 and credits. But what happens this time is the scene plays out a little bit more, and she essentially has a tussle with the Medeiros girl. Yeah. She gets pulled into the black, but then she comes like crawling back out again and pulled back, and she has a bit of a tussle. Eventually ends up straight in front of the camera, mm-hmm. is flipped over onto her back, and <sighs> the Medeiros girl gives her what at I've first appears to be it. a kiss, but it's not a kiss. Oh, it is a transference not... of the the curse or the possession. Oh, it's kind of like this what massive looks like dick. a fucking giant, a massive worm. Like it looks like a dick. No, it looks way worse than a dick. <laughs> And dicks are not that nice. Yes. It's thick as fuck. It's massive. <laughs> and it goes on for so long. <laughs> and it goes down her throat. And I, I said to you, every time I watch it, I love the effect. Because I feel like most movies would be like, once it goes into her mouth, it's just a computerized effect so we can fucking forget about it. And yeah. this movie goes, nope, we need to see her throat bump up and her chest move oh. a little bit. Because this thing's going fucking deep. And she, boom takes the whole fucking thing and it like has its little as it goes in right at the oh, end. Oh, I know. And it made, it made you gag watching it. Oh my God, it was horrible. 
fuck. And um, and then that's then uh, the Medeiros girl just basically slinks back out of the frame. She lies there, coughs, comes back awake, and then she hears the SWAT team coming in to the building. Yeah. And she realizes I'm going to have to sneak away and come up with my entrance plan, which is that she plays as trauma, but is actually her just sort of monitoring the situation because she's the villain. She is now the villain. And then we get his credits again. <laughs> and that's Rick and Reg 2. And they are both like one's 78 minutes and one's 85. And they were both pretty big fucking successes. And they're um, really good. They're and they good. are fucking terrific. They weren't like, you know, box office beaters, but they're fucking terrific. I love those two movies. Yep. Same. And I genuinely love watching them back to back. And I prefer the second one. You prefer the first one. Yeah. I think most people agree with you. I just like how this one plays with a bit more. So, before we end. Mm-hmm. Favorito Muerto. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. How do you say favorite death? Go, go on. I don't know how you say death. I just know Muerto is like die, dead. Muerte favorita. Muerte favorita. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Mi muerte favorita es... El señor que se cae por las escaleras. Okay. Which means the man who falls down the stairs. Yes. That is the the police officer. Or no, it's the... the it's a, it's uh, a fireman. Fireman. It's a fireman. The very, very... It's the second guy to get injured, essentially. Yes. After his partner. It's just only because he one. basically... Yeah, we're just explodes. doing one favourite death. Because it's, you kind of play these movies as, as, as a two-parter. My favourite death is... That's a good one. I'd agree with that. That is a good one. I really fucking like... Who do I like? <laughs> Who the hell dies? Like, everybody dies. Everybody and they all dies. die because they get bitten. I like the first one when the old lady bites the guy in the neck. Oh, okay, yeah. Because you see his be. neck coming away. That's good effect. I like that. And I also like uh, the Madeiros It's girl. just one. You're saying two. I know. I'm trying to think of my favourite, though. Okay, fine. We'll go, we'll go. I'll change it then. I'll go with the Medeiros girl when she beats uh, Pablo, mm-hmm. the, the cameraman for the first movie. Yeah. Because she fucking mashes that hammer, and and the camera's right there, oh, yeah, and that hammer's true. just coming straight at you. So yeah, both movies were reviewed well. Apparently, yeah. according to this. Anyway, yeah. No, I'm talking nonsense. So that's <laughs> Rec and Rec Two. Yep. Next week, or next Monday, a couple of days from now, because we're behind schedule, will be Rec 3 Genesis. <laughs> or Genesis. Okay. How do you say Genesis? Genesis. Genesis. No. Genesis. Genesis. Anyway, so yeah. So. Gracias por escucharnos. Y hasta la próxima.